Hello and thanks for downloading Reset from SAP. My name is Russell Goldsmith and over the course of this series we've been speaking with some of SAP's partners from across the EMEA South region to find out how they've coped during the COVID-19 pandemic and importantly how they're resetting their thinking into how to run their businesses, engage their teams and reach their customers. This time it's the turn of Portugal and so I'm thrilled to be joined online by Luís Urmal Carasquera, General Manager for SAP Portugal. Now Luís, we're going to hear an interview shortly that you recorded with Nuno Figueiredo, one of the co-founders of SAP Partners Abaco Consulting. Uh, but before that, perhaps we can start by you just explaining where exactly you're based. Yes, I'm based in Portugal, 15 kilometers away from the centre of Lisbon, but about five kilometers away from uh, the beach. Lovely. Sounds great. Um, <laughs> now, we're recording this um, podcast, this episode, at the start of February. What's the working environment like at the moment in Portugal, now that we've hopefully come through the worst of the pandemic? Yes, I think it's it's improving because we feel that we just passed the, this wave of the pandemic and we feel that we are now returning to the normal. And uh, as we had uh, very recently elections, we, we know that we have a stable government for the next four years. I think we are creating the conditions to a good recover in the coming months. Now... Interestingly, and I was um, I was looking up on your profile on, on LinkedIn before we got to chat. I see you've been at, at SAP for seventeen years, but it's actually across two stints. There was a there was a kind of a gap in between where, where you were at another business for a while. How does the last eighteen months compare to those previous years that that you've been in SAP? But also, what have you learned about yourself, your team, and also the business during that time? There is a sentence in Portuguese that is never returned to, to the place that we were happy. And I'm here again since six, uh, six years and I'm very happy. <laughs> so, I was going to say, it can't, that, that, that dispels that myth then. It can't be that bad, can it? <laughs> so I think that the past 18 months were very challenging, but we discovered some good things. The good things is that the people have done all the best efforts in order to help the companies, in, in order to turn the, the, our life easier on that conditions. And it's important to see how strong we are as a team. But also the most important that we continue to serve our customers as in the past, and we are able also to change some strategy in order to, to afford the changes that the pandemics impacted in the market. Is there, is there anything that you've adapted in the way that you operate the business in that time that you think you'll continue now moving forward at all in terms of working practices or communications maybe? Yes, we will communicate much more now than in the past because we communicate much more also on, on the remote way, but we are now mixing physical meetings and remote. We are starting the first team meetings, small team meetings, and after the, the big challenge is how to, to get the synergy of the company as a whole. And we are thinking in not to do huge meetings, but try to start mixing some teams in physical meetings. Anyhow, I think that uh, this pandemic gave us also a better perception that we can do a, a better conciliation on our private and professional life. And I think at the end of these times, almost all will be able to better manage his life and be more happy. Okay, well, I think it's time to listen to that interview you recorded with Nuno Figueiredo, co-founder of Abaco Consulting. Hello, hi Nuno. I hope you are doing well. Thank you for joining this uh, this call. Nuno, as a founder uh, and a shareholder of uh, Abaco, can you give us a brief presentation of the history of Abaco? Good morning, Luis. Glad to be here. Of course, um, Abaco, as you told me, I'm one of the co-founders of Abaco, and this is a project with 18 years old. 
We started in 2004 with six consultants. One of them was me, of course. Our main goal was to go for the ECME sector, what you call in SAP the general business. At that time, there were a few companies in Portugal that explored these kind of companies. And we believed that SAP was a software that could fulfill uh, their needs. So we tried to create a company for creating projects uh, in these companies. And of course, like we born in the north of Portugal, we are very related to industrial companies. Of course, the first times with six consultants, is it's not an easy task to, to get anyone to give you a, a full implementation project. So the first two years, we were on a kind of outsourcing time and materials based. But after two years in 2006, we achieved the first project, and that's because we were more than 20 people. So we had from the market recognized as a competent implementation company. So after the first project, we definitely knew that our path should be delivering full projects from scratch. And from that moment till now, we start growing. The partnership with SAP was the next step. Um, I believe that you were in, in SAP in, the, in, that, in that moment. We wanted to do projects. Uh, we want to be also a reseller from, from software. And after restarting our partnership with SAP, I believe in one year, we, we became gold partners from SAP till today. I believe it's, it's, a, good, it's a good track record from, from that time till, till now. We have achieved, uh, like I told you, a big growth. We, we achieved 250 consultants. I remember that we started with six. We have now offices in Portugal, Brazil and UK. And more recently, we are part of the Valentic Group in Germany. So at a glance, this is Abaco. So it's a company that is 99.9% dedicated to SAP. Our main goal is to support customers uh, from companies from scratch uh, that don't have SAP, but also to support SAP companies. I'm very glad to see that because, as, as as you mentioned, I was in the first since the first day as a, of our partnership. So, um, uh, no, no. But during this uh, the, this period of pandemic was um, quite challenging. But there were some probably some practice, some things that you are doing now different, motivated by the pandemic. What did you change on your operations? You know that the buzzword when you talk about pandemics and you talk about IT services is remote. So remote is the major change. Of course, we already have some tasks that we performed remotely, but um, there were some tasks that no one believed that could be performed remotely. And uh, I mean, for instance, sales. How are you going to sell if you are not with a customer, you don't know physically the customer? And also go live. How should I do a go live in a project without being there with, with a customer and so on? So we achieved both sales. We already have um, an experiment uh, in UK because in UK, we are a success factor partner in UK and um, all of our work is done from Portugal, uh, from sales, pre-sales and delivery is, is done by Portugal even before the pandemic. So it was kind of easy for us to apply this model everywhere. And I believe that we achieved that with, with some success. The other thing is the go-live. We have performed the go-live on an industrial company, so <laughs> with shop floor and so on, so remotely. It, it, it was crazy if you, if you said this uh, three years ago, but now you, you see it's possible. And I believe that the market also understands 
that the remote um, model is efficient. We maintained our rates in terms of support to our customers. So there were no major losses. I believe it's the other way around. Uh, I, I believe that the pace that things happen nowadays is much more faster because <laughs> I don't know in your case, but I believe that <laughs> we have six, seven meetings a day and me that I'm very related to sales. It was impossible because um, <laughs> before the pandemic, you should go to the customer physically. So uh, your limit was two or three meetings a day. So now everything comes very fast uh, in a very fast pace. And the last thing that I want to point out is also related with, with the, the remote work, but Portugal is being discovered not only by tourism, but also by the skills and language competences. And we are being more, as, as can I say, looked for by our near-shore competences. So countries in the DAC section, for instance, are looking for support. They now realize that remote support is visible that we are very competitive on rates, that we are near them. So uh, if, if they want to meet us, you have a two and a half trip by, by plane, you can be there in a couple of days. So the near shore is also a thing that I feel that is changing due to the pandemic. We are being discovered <laughs> even more. Okay, it's always good to support our customers with a good sun. <laughs> so, Abaco is also very known in the market by the specialization in some verticals, some specific knowledge in the industry. But most recently announced strategy in order to try to achieve new names, new customers, to put new customers on board. How do you combine this both strategy in order to be more successful? Honestly, I, I cannot think of a different strategy. So if, if you are a vertical partner, you have to be aligned from sales to delivery. And, and I told you in the beginning, we knew that we were growing on, on a geographical area where the industry was much stronger. And um, that's our goal to, to go for, for the industry. But of course, you cannot start from zero. So what we decided to see what were our, our expertise in terms of, of business areas. And um, we decided to start by engineering and construction and uh, textile, footwear, and apparel. So these were the areas that we felt stronger and that we have previous experiences. This is because I don't think for a customer is enough for you to be an expert in SAP. We don't believe that model. So you go to the customer and say, hey, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Customer, I'm an ex SAP experienced partner, so it will be a successful project. No, the things don't happen like that. We believe that we must talk the, the business language from the customer. That's why we approached these two sectors at first. And the sales, we started to apply the strategy for sales that we, of course, are applying today, but today it, it's a bit more, more, <laughs> more optimized, but it's simple. So you must know which are the companies that are in those sectors, because in these companies, you can make really a difference. So it's not, it's not an SAP issue. It's a kind of knowing your customer from inside. You know the process, you know their language. So it's very easy to go there and see. In this particular sector, you must have these pains. And I can, I can solve this with my software and I do it like that. So it's different than going to the customer and asking, okay, tell me your pains. I'll go 
doing my homework and then I will come with a possible solution in SAP. So that's the model that we believe and that's the model that we started from the from the very beginning. We at a glance achieved uh, three projects in the engineering and construction. I believe that you remember that there was a, a project that was not going very well on the up, um, textile um, area and Abaco was was the, the partner that come come to that customer and and uh, I believe that we did a success story from from that customer so I remember I remember no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very good reference so from from that point till now we achieved more two more sectors that's the automotive and food food and beverage and what we do differently is that we don't lose our focus. I believe that from the beginning of times, when I talked the first time with SAP, SAP always mentioned the partners should have focus. And we already did it. We are only focused in four areas. Our sales team is very um, keen to contact only customers from these areas. Of course, sometimes as we are known in the market, we have insurance companies, bank even other areas, but you must stay in your path. And um, what we do is, of course, it, it will be an interesting, an interesting project, but we should decline because we have our competences, we have our skills, and we know where we can add value to the customer. So if we go beyond these lines, maybe it will be a question of, of pricing because you don't really have an add value. And the price is not is not our our fight. We want to add value to the customers. So answering directly to your question, what what we do in sales is is very simple. We have updated database with the customers in these areas. We keep track on every uh, of them. We update our databases. We create a bond with these companies because you call it this year they they. They have some pains, but it's not the moment. So you keep a regular contact with these companies. And at some point, you get intimate to the customer. And at some point, it's the time to change. And so you are on a good position for, for doing that, uh, that change. Our guideline in sales is, is that nothing can happen in these customers, in these areas that we don't know about. Okay. Of course, it it can have it can have an opportunity. You can lose the opportunity, but you must know what happens in your backyard. That's our main guideline in sales. And so, with an installed base of uh, more than one hundred customers, that's what we have today. It's very easy for the sales force to lose focus. So it's it's easier to go there to the installed base and sell services, even even extra licensing, but what we do on the sales commissions is to make sure that the net new names and software are an important part of these goals and sales commissions, okay? So I believe that's the only secret. That is not a secret anymore, but that's the, the only point that we can make that uh, our strategy is followed by, by the sales team. Definitely, this is a very good combination because you are really adding value to the, to the customers that they, they perceive that uh, and uh, all the customers know each other as, as you know and all this you are very known on some sectors and you take you need to take advantage of that that's a yeah. very smart move so 
changing a little bit on our uh, talk um all of us know that the the, the world is, is moving to cloud is changing acp is changing to cloud our offerings is all about cloud and the company like abaco that that starts in the on-prem side and there's a lot of installed but a lot of projects done done there how do you see this change and this move to cloud how do you think that uh, the SAP RISE strategy can help you being more successful in, in the market? We know that we, you already did some deals together on this recent but successful strategy, but how, how do you see this movement on your company? So cloud is, is I can say, recent, I believe three, four years ago. I believe it's, it's a focus that SAP has leveraged uh, with, with the market and the partners. We remember that um, the first cloud products were Sussex Vectors, Ariba, Concur, uh, Ibris, that is now um, C4C and, and, and <laughs> C4ANA, so the name is changing. And um, even on that point, we started to focus, as we did in the, in the business areas, we knew that we cannot go for, for all the products. There were too many, and uh, SAP almost uh, bought a company every quarter. So <laughs> it was not very, very easy to, to keep track on. So we started our, our cloud strategy by focusing two, in two um, cloud products. That was Success Factors and Analytics Cloud. Then after a few, a few months, I believe, we start hearing about S4ANA cloud, okay? Leaving the on-prem and starting the S4ANA. We are always very aligned with SAP and we started to work on S4ANA cloud. I believe that we had a major success we achieved to, to sell the greatest project in, in general business in Portugal. It was all cloud, it was a cloud business. So in that year, we were um, distinguished on EMEA South as a finalist on, on as a cloud partner. Even in Portugal, we won the excellence excellence awards on the cloud. And so this means that we are always very aligned with, with SAP strategy. Now we have RISE. Of course, we started also to position RISE as a standard offer in our net new name approach. So we understand the, the advantage that RISE brings to our customers. Even the metrics related to the number of users are, believe, more adequate to the market and especially to the Portuguese market. The offer of a um, starting kit for some products like Ariba, group reporting, and so on, it's a plus because these were not typically products that the, the customers bought on, the, on their first wave of, of products, but they make sense to be there. So RISE for us, it's, it's an opportunity. We are already, as you mentioned, we have uh, two RISE projects ongoing. Our sales is very focused on RISE. I believe that for a net new name, it's easy to explain what are the, the advantage of RISE. And so we see that um, RISE is the future. I can tell you that um, for our business plan, the, the RISE is certainly one of the products that will be the star. One thing that I want to point out is that this is the second year in a row that Abaco performs more in terms of, of software in licensing. We have more sales on cloud than in on-prem. Second year in a row. And I believe that this is a good sign of our effort in changing from our on-prem to, to cloud. Very, 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 very well then. Just to emphasize the deal of RISE that we closed very recently, that for sure it will be structural for, for the future and also for the, for the coming year. So 
in order to my, my last question to you nuno is is the looking uh, looking forward to the future and uh, as you referred in the beginning abaco was recently acquired by a new shareholder that is german based company valentic what does this means for you for the, your colleagues for the for your customers and also for the portuguese mass market so it, yeah it's it's very recent it's it's from december last year of course that good results of abaco and our our focus on the industry made some spotlights on abaco and um, i must be honest with you we received several approaches for different partners but um with valentic there was a big approach in terms of culture in terms of industrial sectors because they it was it was a coincidence but when we present each other the companies there were two slides with the references that almost were the same even design even design was was very near so there there was of course some chemical uh, between the, the two companies and uh, this move was a uh, kind of natural because we found that um, we could grow and we could also help to grow the the group so What does this mean to the Portuguese market? It means that we are now a team that can have almost 700 SAP consultants. And there's a team that can have a more complex experience because we will have access to international projects with more complexity, with multinational environment. So our consultants will be more experienced in participating in this in this kind of projects and will bring this knowledge to portugal so i believe that our customers can expect to have more experience and with other realities that they know outside portugal and that can be an advantage for, for the growth of portuguese companies for our consultants is also important to have this experience and to have a career that can go beyond the portuguese border so we now offer the traditional portuguese career so you, you stay in portugal and and you have a consultant career but you can also apply for being abroad for several months for for years or or you can do it like a, a remote work from from projects in germany so in terms of our internal team i believe it is also important to have this uh, broader experience or broader opportunities for for abaco it's also important that the group has a large portfolio of solutions so uh, as i mentioned we we are now focused in in sysx factors and uh, analytics cloud but in the group we have ariba we have concur we have lots of new solutions and um, this could mean we can offer now to our customers in portugal a different portfolio and the expertise of our colleagues in germany that are very experienced in these solutions so even for sap you you will have a partner that will deliver a different portfolio and we are already working on the partner group agreement in order to have a broader portfolio here in portugal so for valentic group it's a very fast growing group we are merging new companies um, not every day but but with with a very constant pace i believe that uh, valentic in 2025 will be uh, one of the major companies on the it so we help to ship that of course 
Portugal um, will be an important vector to support this growth. And of course, as Portuguese, we will try to, to have here the best competences and try even to, to support Germany with our nearshore services and uh, the projects abroad. So I believe it's a win-win-win, meaning Abaco, Valentic, and also uh, employees of Abaco and customers. So it's, it's a triple win. Yeah, very good, very good. Looks very promising. So, Nuno, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for sharing uh, your strategy and uh, your your results and your recent uh, acquisition. So, I think that uh, what we need to do is to keep the pace to 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 do better uh, in the future and to improve more and more our our very fruitful uh, partnership. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, Luis. Luis, it was great to listen to the interview that you did with Nudo. What did you think of what he had to say during your discussion? I think that uh, it's clear that the strategy is very aligned with the SAP strategy. They work mainly only with SAP and they, they want to be aligned on our strategy. But on the other hand, they want to add some value to the market and to, they want to differentiate. They want to be aligned on our product strategy, but they also want to be specialized in some areas in order to be recognized and to find their own niche of market. I think this is a, a part that, that is, uh, is uh, providing a lot of value to our ecosystem. That's great. Now, uh, one thing I wanted to ask, which we've asked all our leaders within the various different SAP uh, territories, is do you have an inspiring customer or, or partner story from the past 12 months of, of your own that, that you could share with us? Yes, uh, I can share one interesting story. The first customer of SAP in Portugal was Galp. And Galp decided two years ago to start a re-implementation of SAP as a greenfield from scratch. And they were in the middle of the project when the pandemic started. And even with the pandemic, it was a huge project, they were able to maintain the go lives that uh, were, were planned before the pandemic. And this shows how our partners can deliver independently on the conditions. And as we bring this episode to a close, based on the conversations you've been having, in your opinion, what does the future look like in Portugal for SAP, your partners and your customers? I think the, the, the future looks great. Looks great because there are a lot of opportunities. Opportunities inside the transformation of the customer business, opportunities on the transformation of the supply chains, and opportunities all related to this sustainability strategy. So as we are in a, in a mature country, as we have a huge install base, as we have a high level of trust, I think we have the right conditions based on the recent solutions that SAP just launched in the market to be the number one partner of our customers in the market. And of course, uh, the number one partner, we don't do nothing without our partners and without our ecosystem. And I foresee good years in the, in front of us for the coming years. Luis Omar Carasquera, thank you so much for joining the podcast. It was a pleasure. Well, that's it for this episode of Reset from SAP EMEA South. And we hope that the podcast has helped in your own thinking about how you adapt your business as we come through the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the series on your favorite podcast app. And if you've enjoyed listening, then please do give us a positive rating and review. But for now, from me, Russell Goldsmith, thanks for listening and goodbye.